Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don, where Pastor Don answers all of your questions from theology, parenting, and whether he can tell if you're sleeping in church. Enjoy. Please like and subscribe. Good evening, Alex. Mic turned on? I think so. Yes. Good. Well, we're here at the Cologne Coffee House doing this thing live, trying it out. That's right. It is. And Cologne Coffee House my live. My phone is on. Uh, shame. Mm-hmm. No, it works. Got a little music in the background. That's right. Well, yeah. it's that coffee shop sound, you know? There's okay. people that have this as like the white noise generator so they can fall asleep at night. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll do that for this one, too. This would keep me awake. Oh, for yeah. sure. I, that coffee is definitely going to keep me awake. Um, I'm used to drinking a much cooler cup of coffee. I usually put some water in there. And so came here first thing, burnt the living snot out of my mouth. And uh, so if there's a little bit of mush going on, then that would be exactly why. So, yeah. Burnt lips. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They don't sink sh- ships. No. What burnt sink lips. ships? What does sink Loose ships? Loose lips. Loose lips sink ships. Okay. Sink ships. That's a fun old guy joke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need to tell you I was wrong about the Thanksgiving stuff, about what they ate on Thanksgiving. Were you? Yep. I looked it up again from their accounts. They went afouling. Afouling? Yep. So, but it was, it was more than likely to be goose or duck. Rather that would than... have been the good thing to get. Okay. And then venison, no potatoes. No cornbread. That was a real stupid thing I said. I don't know why I said that. But shellfish, yes. So so you enjoyed the first Thanksgiving? Oh, I would have loved yeah, the first okay. Thanksgiving for sure. And I'm going to enjoy this one too, I assume. I plan on it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have three of them in a row, like I said. Turkey, 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 turkey. Mm. Hard to beat. Okay, so we do have a live audience here with us of some of our favorite people. And they look lively. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, if you hear any screaming in the background, it's uh, my wife crying because uh, she's uh, watching both of our kids, <laughs> and uh, one is being good so far. Oh, they're both being good. We got some sugar in them, so that'll be fun. So, yeah. So thanks for coming, you guys. Yeah. Who wants to ask a question? Whoever's going to ask it, stand like in between the table, and we'll give it to you. Yeah? Yeah. Here. That's good. All right. So this question is from Anita, and it is, why is and was a blood sacrifice needed to atone for or cover our sins? Why blood? Right. And that's because the book of Hebrews, because we, our sins deserve death. And so since our sins deserve death. It takes a living sacrifice, a blood sacrifice, to atone for the, the, the gravity of our sin. And we go back all the way back to Genesis chapter 3, and if you notice, all of a sudden, uh, God comes up with these pelts to cover Adam and Eve with. Well, where do you get them? You don't usually get a pelt off of the Kmart line in the Genesis chapter 3. And so some animal had to give its life in order to cover the sin and actually cover Adam and Eve. And so we, we see that all throughout the Old Testament, that it's a life-for-life life kind of sacrifice. So God's placing a very big importance on blood, right? Right. 
is there anything like that you know so the um who am i thinking of the, what's the religion that they don't give blood what's that uh I, well there's several but uh, the mormons the seventh day adventists yep. both wouldn't who else i'm trying to think of what our neighbors were jehovah's witness jehovah's yeah witness. yeah okay yeah they don't they don't donate blood because well i was told that they told me that the bible says not to well the it's the importance of blood okay uh, the other thing is, you'll also know in all the uh, eating, the Hebrew eating uh, laws, there's no blood to be in the in the meat. Sure. It's to always be drained of the blood. Because it's gross. Well, that and the fact, but there <laughs> were groups at yeah. that very same time that would make a blood pudding or use blood oh, sure. as part of the culinary arts at their mm -hmm. time, but not the Hebrews. You read blood not, sausage? No. Oh. Would you? How much you gonna give me? <laughs> it would be one pounds. of those three or four uh, pounds. You can eat all three or four pounds of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, well, fun story. I uh, back during COVID when we didn't have, we weren't able to sell any of our hogs, so right. they were just getting enormous. Mm -hmm. I mean, three hundred eighty pounds. I, they're disgustingly big. So I started putting stuff up on Facebook saying, "Hey, come out. You can do it here." You know, don't tell the USDA. Come get kind a pig. Of thing, right? And uh, make a donation to my wallet, right? Mm -hmm. And one of these ladies was Vietnamese, and they wanted, they brought some special equipment. They stuck, they wanted me to bring the pig out, and, you know, I did, th did my thing, and she stuck the, oh, it was some kind of a, like a surgical tubing in there, mm -hmm. right? And she just drained it into a bucket, and like, gross but she's like doesn't matter if it coagulates or anything like that she cooks it all up and she makes blood uh sausage out of it and i've since had it at somewhere else and it's very good but otherwise if you leave blood in venison or beef or anything like that it is quite gross it mm -hmm. ruins the taste of that meat yeah it does mm -hmm. so the the hebrews were i mean that was just part of everything the blood life is in the blood and you give a life for life okay so it's not one of those like cleanliness things where it's like where we can say that looking back into the Bible, that was just a rule that like God said, don't do this. But it, it was mostly just to like be clean. You know what I mean? But it would still apply. Okay. Because you still ha uh, accelerate duct decomposition with the blood in the meat. Okay. And so uh, as far as they were concerned at that time, it was also for that as well. Okay. You know, God has this wild way of making things pretty simple. Yeah. And and yet very important. Yeah. Sometimes we try to look too deep into it. Sometimes we look too deep. And, and he's uh, he's basically got our self-interest, our interest in his mind. Mm -hmm. And so God is good. God is love. He wants everything the best for us. It's usually us that takes the downside. Okay. On, on these situations. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we have another question? All right. Okay. Actually, along those same lines, when did uh, pork become clean? When did pork become clean? Well, if you're a Jew, it isn't yet. Uh, but we also know that Peter had quite a conundrum in the book of Acts when Cornelius got a vision on his end and said, go get Peter, 
And then Peter was upstairs and was taken into a trance. And three times God lowered a, a sheet with all these critters on it that would be considered unclean by Peter's normal way of looking at food and things. And that's the point at which, okay, anything God makes is clean. So that's the point in the New Testament. If you're in the Old Testament, that doesn't quite go that way. But in the New Testament, and it's especially important because it opens the door for the gospel to go to the Gentiles. And uh, it was already open, but not Peter thinking it was open. And you see, you see that uh, contrast at the Council of Jerusalem in uh, Acts chapter 15. There's still some people say, oh, no, you got to do it this way, you know. And that's sort of laid to rest then in, at that council in Acts chapter 15. So in, in Acts, they were asking, coming again another time saying, tell us one more time. Let me know again. Is, yeah. it, is it okay to eat this? That kind of stuff. It was that kind of thing. Okay. And it would come up over and over again. And, and Paul would get upset with Peter a couple times because he had a hard time keeping it straight. Okay. So it's, it was an ongoing, in that first century, it was an ongoing debate. Well, that's a good answer, or else Rob was going to have to throw you out by your, I by your boots. Say, yeah. <laughs> I would hate to see the pastor in Iowa who wouldn't <laughs> in, say that hogs are a wonderful source of uh, delicacy on our table. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, that definitely, in fact, yeah. we're not having turkey at our Thanksgiving. Oh, good for you. We're having ham. Well, that's good. Just thought, well, you know. That's right. Got that one covered. Yes. yes. Slather that baby up with some sugar. Mmm. I like that. More questions? Cool. Yeah. I knew the answer to that one because we studied in Sunday school just a few weeks ago, but I thought it would be a good one for everybody to hear. It is a good one, yeah. <laughs> From a pork raiser here. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. The idea that everyone is a child of God is not found anywhere in the Bible. True or false? Everyone's created by God. But when you talk about family and being a child of God, it's, it's, it's when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord that you're a child of God. In other words, child as in brother to Jesus, joint heir with Jesus. Uh, that's the differentiation. Even so, God loves the world. His intention is the best for it. But we need to choose to be on God's side. I see a second question yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's just something we kind of made up, isn't that kind of? You are a child of God that everybody is? Yeah. Well, doesn't everybody want to say they are, even if they haven't made oh, that yeah. commitment? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I did, that didn't click right away. Well, I remember one of my the memories when... Do you have any memories back when you were... Probably not. You're very, very old. But when I... I one of the, When I was very, very young, I remember my mom saying it was very, very funny when I went up for children's time. And the pastor, you know, they did the children's time, and then they... Whatever they were saying, because I wasn't listening. They're like, what do you think? And they hand me, and I said, for all God's children, because I wasn't paying attention. And I remember people laughing, and then my mom telling everybody that story. 
Over and over. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's funny. I was like, hmm. Hi, buddy. Do you have a question, Charlie? No. no? Okay. But it's glad- um, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're here, buddy. Yes. More questions? Yeah. I think this is more fun with a live audience.